0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers new sporting director says they're under no pressure To sell Alfredo Morelos in January Christopher Gillian's hoping John Kennedy stays at Celtic Amid interest from Hibs And Mikey Devlin's hoping he and Scott McKenna Can take their Aberdeen relationship into the Scotland team I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Jim Duffy and Mark Weedy Yeah, Scotland v Cyprus on Saturday Gordon are three days away from it People will say it's a nothing game But the bottom line is Steve Clark's got two games to sort it out ahead of the playoff in March Possibly Israel, possibly Bulgaria in that fixture And for the old firm, still neck and neck at the top of the table We've still got plenty to talk about And plenty of interest in the coaching staff at both clubs And in the playing staff at both clubs in January, no doubt but an interesting window yeah, I mean, uh, the international uh, games, I think, is, is so difficult nowadays uh, for an international manager because the biggest talking point is always who's not in the squad, Gordon, rather than who is in the squad. And, you know, we're still waiting on those two big Edinburgh clubs appointing new managers. So, as ever, uh, still plenty of talking points in Scottish football. The number you need is 0141-951-1025. In the second hour of tonight's show, we're going to be joined live in the studio uh, by Scotland international Johnny Russell The former Dundee United man uh, Will be here so you can get any questions Any points into Johnny after 7 o'clock this evening In the meantime Get your calls in nice and early 0141-951-1025 And you can tweet us At Clyde SSB uh, I'm sure there will be some Scotland discussions down the line Further frustrations regarding the call-offs And those who aren't available uh, But quite a bit happening on the club front today Mark Guidi A couple of guys uh, One in particular who we've not heard from before And that is the Rangers Sporting Director Ross Wilson uh, New to the post Rangers fans Give us a call with your thoughts on this uh, He's insisting that there's there's no pressure To sell top scorer Alfredo Morelos in January The club need an extra £10 million of funding That's the reports of course in the last couple of weeks Before the end of the season That annual loss uh, of £11.3 million. But Wilson says the squad will not be hit First and foremost I think the first team's got a number of players That are really interesting And could be interesting for other clubs Because the to, to take the question from before, the club's in a significantly better place than it was before and a lot of that's down to the, the recruitment of the work that's been done, the work that Stephen and the, the coaching staff, Stephen's coaching staff who are excellent around him I must say, have done with the players. So uh, holding those players for as long as we possibly can. We understand like every other club in world football that there comes a moment when players have to move on to something else for a variety of reasons. We'll be no different to that but that's certainly not on the horizon in January. Certainly would sound good If you were a Rangers fan Mark yeah. These these things are always the same You sort of You, you kind of um, Believe it when you see it But at the moment You can only take Ross Wilson at face value mm-hmm. You take Stephen Gerrard At face value They're both been Fairly categoric in, in this that Now is not the time Regardless of what That, that financial picture looks no, like it, it, It's not the time And I, I don't think For a minute That uh, Alfredo Morelos Will get sold Even if Rangers Do receive a bid In, in excess of, of 20 million Because they'll still Get that money in May, June, July So And they say to the, uh, Alfredo Just you hold off You're here to help us win the league By that point They might have the league cup in the bag They might not But there'll be plenty to play for Regardless in the second half of the season But If they get into, into the last 32 of Europe Gordon That will give them Some extra financial Income In terms of Filling that £10 million gap Now that'll go back to So that's good So you might get Let's say for talks it Between £3 and £4 million For just the, the, the next knockout stage 
which is good. But I do think that as much as I don't think they'll sell Morelos, and rightly so, I think if you do that, you may as well close the doors and shut the curtains because it's game over. But if there's other people attracting attention, whether it's a Glenn Kamara or a James Tavnier or whatever, bearing the financial pressure that the club's under, they might have to look at bids for other players because Ross Wilson, by all accounts, is now the director of Football Rangers and sitting in that press conference today because... um, Mark Allen lost his job, left his job, whatever you want to say. And part of the reason for that was because the the wage bill wasn't trimmed enough. They were carrying too many passengers in, in a top-heavy squad. And so that's something that they'll have to address, and rightly so, because they have got too many players. The wage bill's too high, and they need to address that as quickly as possible. So it'll be interesting to see. As I say, I don't for a second expect Morelos to be sold, but it wouldn't surprise me if they need to try and raise some income from somewhere in their squad to help fill that £10 million hole. If football is your priority Jim And listen I know these two Of course they have to go hand in hand But I, I don't think many people would argue That it, that it makes a great deal of footballing sense To, to sell Alfredo Morelos How could how could you possibly build that, that case On a footballing uh, No, aspect? from a footballing perspective it, it doesn't But you know there's so many aspects In modern day football Gordon That uh, you know are away from the football side First and foremost you've got the player The individual player I don't mean just mean Alfredo Morelos Any player so if they see an opportunity to better themselves in a better league, a better salary, um, higher profile, and they want that, then they make it very difficult for the club, you know, to to the you know to 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 get get them to stay. And we've seen that many many times. All the way, you know, you look at, for instance, down south, Arnautovic. Arnautovic mm-hmm. wanted to go. He was a massive player for West Ham, but he made it clear, abundantly clear. That basically, if he doesn't go, you know, you're not going to get half the player still in the team. So that even a club like West Ham, who pay the money they play playing the English Premiership, saying, "Okay, we'll need to take a hat on him. He's got to go." With Dembele at Celtic, last day of the transfer window, I want to go. Made it again abundantly clear that if he wasn't going, then you know you're not going to get the same player who stays. So you know, I'm not saying Alfredo Morales is like that. He, I, I don't know, him, but Steven Gerrard seems to have a very good relationship with him. But when the big clubs come calling and when a big league comes calling and a big salary, huge salary increase, then sometimes players can force the hand of clubs, even with a statement that Ross Wilson's mm-hmm. made today. Mm-hmm. So it's not always down to the club. Of course, like Mark says, like any Rangers fan would say, it'd be crazy to sell them. But that doesn't mean mm-hmm. it wouldn't happen. So Rangers fans, the first time we've heard from Ross Wilson, he's saying today, no pressure at all to sell Alfredo Morelos. Is that, a, is that good enough for you Or are you still anticipating A slightly nervy January transfer window When it comes around Why not let us know 0141 951 Give us a call right now uh, Or you can tweet at Clyde SSB If you remember back uh, Ross Wilson rejected An approach From Rangers a few years ago um, But he says He wanted to do more In his role as Director of Operations At Southampton And he says he's now moved With Rangers in a much better place Significantly eh? Significantly I think Stephen's done a, done a Wonderful job here So far and a long way to go, and he's uh, he's somebody that I'm excited to work with to continue in that journey here. Um, and the club feels in a really strong position. Uh, credit to Mark as well for the work that he did before I've got here. Um, so yeah, to answer your question directly, I think the club's in a stronger place today. I think the important thing for me is is I'm not the chief scout, I'm not the head of recruitment. We've got a strong recruitment department headed by Andy Scolden. It's it's one of the departments that I lead. So the role is to lead the football department. I think a club of this size and magnitude. Ultimately, what the role is about is making as many areas of the football side of this club excellent. And we're not going to do that overnight. We've got to strive for improvement all the time. 
whether it's in the academy, whether it's in medical and sports science, whether it's in the facility that we've got here. Quite good to get a bit of clarity on, on the role because it means different mm-hmm. things to different people and we've yeah. debated it many times on the show. Um, so, you know, Ross Wilson there underlined because what, what's the thing we always judge them on as, as fans or media? It's recruitment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's quite keen to point out that yes, whilst that's part of his remit and he oversees mm-hmm. it, Rangers have a head of recruitment in, in Andy Skilding, you know, or a chief scout. Mm-hmm. Um, Ross Wilson's role is to be sort of above that, if you like, or bring everything together with medical side of things, sports science, the academy, working with that that network that that's already there. So this idea that he's judged on, you know, sort of recruitment and recruitment only is is actually is wrong. Yeah, I know, but a lot of the stuff in, in football clubs uh, in the background are not really what supporters want to know about or really <laughs> exactly. that interested in. They don't care if we've got the best sports science, um, you know, uh, part of the, the club or, or, or the academy is important when they see when they see young players come into the first team, that's really only when they take an interest. Or when they don't see them perhaps at times. But in terms of, you know, the, the players coming into the first team, really that's where Everyone thinks that uh, you know a head of a department. So he has he has overall rule will be to still still be aware of that, still look at that, um, still look to improve that. But um, you know I, I still feel that uh, these are the areas that uh, fans will always uh, look at as a number one priority. What kind of quality of the players are we bringing in? Can we find another Morelos? Was it a million and a half? Morelos was Mark, a million, yeah, million, a million. Yeah, from Can we find a player like that for a million pounds? Phenomenal business, um, you know. So if you can get that or a tavernier for the, the the money, all the kind of thing. So that's important to supporters. The actual territory of the role, I don't really think is relevant to supporters or 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 that 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 is that important to them. Uh, but but it's important, Mark, to get that clarity, isn't it? Because we yeah. we talk about it all the time, and and maybe it's unfair um, on, on people who've held similar roles before because people bringe in and, and criticise and analyse without. Having a full understanding of, of what the role is And the way it works Yeah I mean And it is You know for uh, For Ross Wilson And me I did The first time that we've heard from him uh, In public Since he accepted the Rangers job And I said When he was appointed That make no mistake He is a step up From Mark Allen Which is a great appointment uh, For Rangers and, and he will drive The different uh, departments um, Forward And part of that Will be recruitment Helping to bring players in but as I said, just as importantly, getting the right ones out, mm-hmm. you know, to, to reduce that uh, wage bill and free up some money uh, should they need it in, in January or um, in the summer. But he is a really good operator, um, Ross Wilson, and he will do well for Rangers. There's absolutely no doubt about that. 0141 to join the debate. David's in Kirluk. Hi, David. Hi there, how you doing? Not too bad at all. What's, your, what's on your mind then regarding Ross Wilson, Alfredo Morelos, anything else? Yeah, um, first time caller. Um, just phoning in regards to the Alfredo Morelos selling him in January. Um, I think it would be a, a bad move. Can't see Rangers doing it at all. Um, all the hard work that they've done up until now, um, spending all this money and getting the club to where it is to then hand Celtic the league. That's, that's effectively what we would be doing. Um, selling their, their biggest asset. Uh, when we're so close, you know, we're running Celtic so close this year, so can't see that happening whatsoever. Is is that is that is that quite how important you see him, David? You know, you you just use the phrase there, you hand Celtic the league if he goes. Is that is that how is that how strongly you feel about it in terms of his importance? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, you take him out the the team, you're losing thirty goals a season, uh, at least. 
He's probably on course for probably about 40 if he keeps it up. Um, and these these goals that he's scoring are big. We've seen it all the way through Europe this season. Um, I just you just can't stop you just can't stop scoring. So, hundred um, percent, you take him out the the league. Even if you do get the money for him, say twenty twenty five million, to try and get a player of his quality in for even half that money. Um, they would struggle to do so. Well, Rangers can't, you know, you, the business model can't be David that you buy for for one, sell for say twenty two, and then bring somebody else in at eleven. That that's not how the model works, and, and Rangers can't go to that level. They, they need to. Make the, pro- the big thing for Rangers would be if a club's a, a club comes in in January for Alfredo Morelos, and let's just say twenty two million is on the table, and the club says take it or leave it. We ain't coming back in the summer. Because we need to sign a striker now So the Rangers board Would have to weigh up a decision Because that money is One year's Champions League money Or it's Two years season t- ticket money Or it's Seven years prize money In Scottish football And do they say Do we take it? Because financially Yes it makes sense And that's what it's all about Or do we risk the wrath of our fans And we're almost like You're conceding Giving Celtic Nine in a row They've got to wait For me there's only one answer and that is it You resist And you don't take it But It depends uh, And the other thing as well Which why I think there will be Be movement for Morelos in January And movement for Edward In that matter is, And I think we've discussed it a number of times now Gordon There's not a lot of number nines going about There's not a lot of goal scorers I think They probably are a dying breed And with the greatest respect If you look down the road And you see Ollie McBurney going for 20 million quid That's a marker what it's about So if you've got somebody up here Not only scoring goals here But now scoring goals in Europe As Morelos has been doing for 18 months As Edward has been doing for 18 months And doing it for his international team At France under 21 level They are prized assets mm. How do you balance it up with the, the business side of things David? Because I know uh, when, when Rangers announce financial results Everyone pours over them And sometimes they interpret them Whatever way they want But I don't think anyone would argue that Rangers could be doing with say 20 million quid In fact every, every club in Scotland could be yeah. doing with it uh, Rangers more so than uh, Than others I suppose What about that side of it David Is that just something that has to Just be managed by, by Dave King By the board and just keep keeps Keep believing in, in the, the model that they've got at the moment Yeah well Obviously the, the Soft loans can't continue you know um, Dave King said it himself He wants a club back So it's it can run itself um, Doing that Putting runs together in Europe uh, Winning the league Qualifying for Champions Leagues um, But it, it does look it's, it's, um, It doesn't look great now The financial figures But That 20 million Or 25 million For I like to say Morelos That's still going to be there At the end of the season um, So there's Absolutely no rush To, to sell them Mid-season, especially when we're we're running Celtic close, um, closer than we have been previous seasons. Um, so yeah, we use we keep a hold of our, our top aspect um, or asset. Sorry, um, we keep them till the end of the season. We see where we are, and we can punt them then and get the money. You know, and that will make you. Books look a lot better Very good Thank you very much David It's not bad for a first call at all There we go Yeah I mean David's we'll, we'll have you back sometime Yeah of course Phone back again David <laughs> I mean David I think Would be, be, be like Any Rangers fan I mean any Any 
football fan that loves to see good players, but the better Morelos does it, and what she has been fantastic this year, exceptional. And the more he, the more he uh, improves, the more goals he scores, then he's going to attract mm-hmm. attention. That's the bottom line. Mark's hundred percent right. There are very, very few centre forwards about. I mean, we're, we're hearing, you know, Crystal Palace. Once I heard uh, Roy Hodgson talking the other day, they're saying we're desperate for a centre yeah. forward. We're desperate, yeah. you know. So, <clears throat> twenty-five million to Crystal Palace is nothing, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, and then we heard Manchester United saying we're desperate for a centre forward. You know, they've only got Martial, who's not a regular goal scorer. So these clubs must be taking note. Of Alfredo Morelos They must be mm-hmm. You know You've got a guy like Joe Linton Going to uh, Newcastle For 40 million I think he scored 8 goals In one season That was his biggest His biggest Goal tally You know You've got somebody I mean the People can look at Scottish football Can judge any way you like But the likes of McGinn going down there For 3 million You know I think sometimes I think there's changing it, perceptions of I think it. I think there's sometimes that they, they might just look at the market Differently now mm-hmm. Because now they should be looking At his quality His assets what he's good at rather than the opposition he's playing against. Yep. And also in Europe, he's scoring goals. So for me, he will attract attention, absolutely no doubt. And I think he'll attract bids in January. It just depends how strong Rangers are in negotiating. All right, let's get the views of, of Gavin, who's in Drumchapel. Hi, Gavin. Hi, how are you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Not a problem. What's your point? Uh, I tried to phone the other night after the, the Rangers uh, European game against Porto, uh, stating that I think that Morelos is going to go in January. He's a working man So he's only going to look after himself If he's going to get offered more money In another club I reckon he'll take it It doesn't matter if he's playing for Rangers or no Then if a big order Sorry, if a big price comes in for his head Let's say £20 million I don't think Rangers can afford to reject that Even though, as your last caller said I think they will be handing the league to Celtic Because we've got need to that's scoring the goals and maybe scoring the goals the way Morelos scores because he scores them really individually sometimes and he's he's at the centre of the goal itself so yep. it's just to see about your appointment uh, how you, you, you view that well Mark you can understand that the club have been pretty consistent Stephen Gerrard saying it's not happening Ross Wilson saying it's not happening but Gavin's still a bit uh, a bit concerned that it might be the case if, if the money does come in and it's too good the, the, the only way I can see Rangers selling Morelos in January Unless it's a ridiculous bid And for me a ridiculous bid Is in excess of 25 million If somebody says 27, 28, 29, 30 million I think you have to hold your hands up And sell, I do And I, and I wouldn't criticise Rangers and If they did that Anything less than that I say no, hang on to them and see how you're going The only way I can see them selling in January For say a 20 million kind of fee Is if between now and the winter break Celtic have won the League Cup And they've maybe They won the next Old Firm game And maybe that. They might have say let's say a seven or eight point gap, and all of a sudden you're saying, I think it's very unlikely now that Rangers are going to stop nine in a row. What if the player, what if the player goes to, goes to the club and says, listen, I want to move to the English Premiership for Don, or it could be Spain, it could be the La Liga. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there are clubs. I mean, I looked at Atletico Madrid again. They've got Costa, they've got Marata. Again, they don't have a goal scorer. You know, these kind of type of clubs are massive clubs. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll probably. Minimum treble his wages Minimum mm-hmm. You know could be quadruple Whatever the five times is <laughs> But he could He could really and So if you're As you say In that position Yeah And you knock on the door And say listen I appreciate what you've done But I, I want And again mm. as I said I'm not saying Marillas will do that But if he does and How does the club deal with it? Can, can they not manage a situation where I'm not saying it's going to be easy But this would be the first Actual concrete bid If it, if it were to come yeah. There's been all this interest But you know Did this not happen with 
Try to think back I remember being at a Celtic game At Dens Park And I think Van Dyke had mm. Taken the huff For want of a yeah, better Ronnie expression Yeah, Ronnie Dyer pulled out the game But he ended up Staying at that point That's Didn't right. he And was then yeah. sold down the line I mean, surely th- This the next couple of months are, are crucial to, to Rangers yeah. and the way they work that relationship with Alfredo Morelos right, and, and making it clear that we cannot just take you know the, the first yeah, bid that you, comes you, along. You've just basically got to hope that Morelos buys into the, the second half of the season and the importance of it and says and, and hopes that he pays back a bit of loyalty to Stephen Gerrard and to Rangers Football Club. He's saying, look, we're talking four months. All we're talking about is, is four months. But... The player kit, you know, if he's earning for talks, let's say he's on 20 grand a week at Rangers, you're right, he'll probably, his next one will be 80 grand yeah. a week. And if you've got an agent that's sort of saying, I'm on 3 million quid here, I'm on a 3 million pound. But player, players can maybe so get injured and all these things. Can be. Mark, yeah, Mark, and they, they sometimes think, this is the chance for me. I, that chance might not come again, uh-huh. as you said, Gordon. Yeah, there will be offers in the summer, no doubt. But he could, he could get injured, you know, and, and these things happen. I've seen it many, yeah, many course, times yeah. with top players. Mayor David Turnbull, you know, had the Celtic deal pretty much done and dusted. Life changing and, and then, then disappears. And then, and then all of a sudden, yeah. and then it looks unlikely if that would happen again. Just final word to you, Gav, on you go. Uh, no, I just I hope it stays, but I'm, I'm keeping my fingers and toes crossed just in case it doesn't. Good man. Good man. Well, I'm sure we'll speak to you between now and then as this uh, rumbles on. It will officially become a saga at one point. I'm sure that's the label that always uh, gets put on it. Speaking of which, we're well short of the saga, but Hibs are looking for a new manager. Could it be John Kennedy? Well, Christopher Julian certainly hopes not. And we're going to hear from the Celtic defender after the travel with Amber. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Getting you full compensation is their goal. Talk to Thompson's.com. Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. It's 0141 951 1025. If you want to join in, you can tweet us at Clyde SSB as well. I'm sure there will be lots more of you trying to give your reaction uh, to that Ross Wilson piece speaking about Alfredo Morelos. Let's take a look at some of the other stories from today. Celtic defender Chris Julian has been speaking. He says John Kennedy is a real asset. They don't want to lose. Hibs are expected to ask for permission to speak to Neil Lennon's assistant as they look for a new manager themselves. Uh, But Julian's been telling our senior sports reporter Alison Conroy just how important Kennedy is. Who would leave Celtic, you know? Uh, like I said, uh, I'm I'm in love to that club uh, for now, and it's really good. And I'm sure, and he, he loved that place. And you know, he's just he's just been so so good for us. You know, he's a he's a really good trainer, and I'm I'm really happy that he's been with, with us uh, and he's with us for now. As a defender, how good is John Kennedy for you and your development? Really good, uh, really good. You know, he tried to advise me on. Uh, every part that I that I can do on the field, and like I say, you know, he's he's a he's in a good place. Uh, we are in a good place, and uh, having having him uh, on my side every day, it's it's really really enjoyable. Celtic fans, give us your take. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. It's going to hang in the air a little bit longer until Hibs make a decision. Either way, uh, Mark Guidi, Jim Duffy, what do you think? For, there's a few different aspects to this. What's the likelihood that Hibs? Go for for John Kennedy. What's the likelihood he would consider it, take it? What what else needs to be brought into the equation here? Well, there's two parts. Do do Hibs genuinely want him? If they do, are they willing to pay the compensation required? And B, does John Kennedy feel that uh, it's time for him to, to to step out of the shadow of of Neil Lennon and, and before that Brendan Rodgers and before that Ronnie Dyler that he's now set to be uh, his own man? If he does, does he think Hibs is the right club? For him, does he want to go mid-season when Celtic are going for nine in a row? 
just like we're talking about with players, you know, you're hoping that there's going. But it, it depends, you know, if 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 Hibs do want him and they meet the 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 compensation, and John Kennedy says to Neil Lennon, Neil. I think it's time to go I really want to go And be my own man I don't think, think Neil Lennon would stand Do you think he would In his way What do you think he would want to go mm. I don't know I think if the, If there is an actual offer There in front of him Then I think he'd be Very very tempted yeah, I think he probably feels That having been An assistant coach Now um, For Five years That it's maybe time For him to go and try something. But depending if he thinks Have the right job For, for somebody like John Kennedy To land his job I think it'd be a good move For him uh, would Neil Lennon stand his way? I don't think he would because Neil's been that young coach himself. And then it would allow Neil to, to go and look at bringing in his own man. Not that he doesn't respect the light work with John Kennedy or Damien Duff, but he hasn't brought in his own man since accepted the job in May. So it would give him an opportunity to go to go and bring in somebody of his choosing. Yeah, it all depends on uh, if John Kennedy's decided he wants to be a manager or does he want to remain a coach. Some some guys are happy to be a coach. They don't want to be managers. They, they love the training ground part. They don't like all the other side of it. But if John Kennedy wants to be a manager, then I, I think absolutely he would take the Hibs job. Uh, it's a great opportunity for him. As I said, and as Mark said, he's been he's been there uh, and he knows that if he's successful at Hibs, then he may well go back to Celtic one day as, as a manager. Um, you know, if Neil Lennon moves on in a couple of years, all these kind of things. So, Does that give you a better chance of becoming the Celtic manager than... Just staying where you are yes. and, and getting yeah. bumped up yes. You think it does? Absolutely. Yeah yeah. Yeah. It does. yeah I think so yeah. Because again You've got that experience And I think yeah. I'm not saying it would never happen Or couldn't happen But I think if he goes away And he's successful it's, Again you've got to be successful And as, as we've seen recently Whether it's Paul Heggenbottom Whether it's Greg Levine Whether it's Sir Stephen Presley's been sacked today Down at Carlisle It's getting very very difficult So you know, he would have to do his homework at Hibs. I think he would have to do his homework if, if he did get the opportunity. Well, it's nobody better than Neil Lennon to you know, tell him what it's like. Yeah. What can I club it? Is? Not, not just the background, but the players. Do you players. think the reports would be glowing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it might not be the best person to ask. Um, but in terms of the club, it's a, it is a big club and it's a, it's, it'd be a big step. But they, they want a head coach. He is a coach. He would still have that you know, opportunity to work But the responsibility and all the other actions From team team selection and how you play And style and all these kind of infrastructure Would all be part of it But I think if they get offered it I think mm. he would be very keen to, to If if he wants to be a manager As I say, you have to ask John Caddy You can ask him a blank question Do you want to be a manager one day? Forget the Hibs job And if he says yes Then I think mm. the opportunity will uh, be there Right, Jerry's a Celtic fan on the line Jerry, what do you think? From a Celtic fan's perspective What is the likelihood that Hibs could if they wanted to tempt John Kennedy away? Gordon, I've got a lot of respect for John Kennedy and, and the way he overcame the injury. Um, unfortunately, his playing career didn't pan out the way he would have wanted to, but the fact that he's going to be a coach under Ronnie Dyla, Brendan Rodgers, and now Neil Lennon is, is a testament to him. I think going to Hibs is a bad idea for John Kennedy. For me, it's a poison chalice. You look at the managers who have been there over the years, uh, Alan Stubbs, Pat Fenlon, Colin Calderwood, and this is a genuine question What are these guys actually doing now? I, I don't know Because they seem to have disappeared After they've been at Hibs um, I, I really I would not trust Rod Petrie or Leanne Dempster As far as I can throw them If I was John Kennedy I would stick with Neil Lennon Until the summer Hopefully secure nine in a row And then see what jobs are on offer then I mean, f- First of all I would say that, that Alan Stubbs won the Scottish Cup With Hibs The last team to win a trophy out with, with Celtic Then he left to go to Rotherham So you can't blame Hibs You know for that, well, that wasn't a graveyard For Alan Stubbs That was a stepping stone For him to go to the English Championship Unfortunately no, He chose the wrong club Yeah so Take Alan Stubbs out of the equation 
Um, in terms of Rod, yeah, Rod Petrie, I don't think Rod's is involved um, now. Uh, I think his involvement with the club is purely down. It keeps him involved as a as a president of the SFA. But there's a, there's a new structure at Hibs now, um, Jerry. So I don't think Rod Petrie's really hands on day to day. But as Jim said, if if John Kennedy wants to become a manager, what age is John? Thirty seven, thirty eight. Um, if you've got an opportunity to go to a club like Hibs. You've got a great training ground to go and go about your work every day. You've got a really good supporter fan base. You've got a more than than decent squad. It will need a bit of surgery, but it's more than decent. It's certainly not relegation material. You'd fancy yourself to be pushing up towards the top six. And I think for your first job to get one of the top twelve jobs in Scottish football, I think it's a decent one. He's thirty six, yeah. but you were yeah. close. That's close enough. Um, yeah. and, and he's good. A good operator, John knows his stuff. But he might think, Do you know what? Maybe I need another year, eighteen months of. Of learning then I'm ready to go But I suspect That It probably feels The time's right For me to go and try something Yeah I mean I, I personally think As I said It would be a great opportunity If he decides to be a manager And I think there comes a time As, as, a, as a coach You've either got to make that decision And if you do If it doesn't work out at Hibs I think the, the fact is He's such a good coach And the reputation You can still go back to coaching If you're only a manager It's much more difficult It's difficult to go back As a coach but if you've been a coach You take the manager mm. And then he's had that As you say that experience I think there's a number of clubs Would say No we'll have him back as a coach And therefore I, I personally think If Hibs come calling I, I think if the deal's right I think he would go Jerry, there was quite a few tweets Coming into the show last night When this came up Saying from Celtic fans You know saying that They actually see John Kennedy As a, a future Celtic manager Is that something you would Go along with? Possibly Gordon But I, I do think he needs to leave And actually manage somewhere else I wouldn't want him to be Kind of like the heir to the throne when Neil Lennon leaves again. Um, right. I, I, w- I would rather see him manage somebody else first. Yeah, I, I guess is that is that just about picking up that that skill set? I mean, well, Neil Lennon yeah. sort of stepped in, didn't he? He's, yeah, he kind of became the Celtic manager in a, in terms of a succession. Kind of different circumstances, though, in terms of in head, they sacked Tony Mowbray. Tony Mowbray was put he in Gardner. Right. Not it was financial difficulty, but it was all, all, everything into the equation that, that it suited to make Neil Lennon the appointment at the end of the season. Then they gave him. It permanently and, and it worked out very well. I, I don't think that for to take on the Celtic job, whether it's a year from now, two years, or three years from now, that you can go from not being a manager at all. You need to have something under your belt. So I think if John Kennedy's aspirations to be the Celtic manager, he needs to go out and, and show it, whether it's at Hibs or elsewhere. Um, you know, so I think um no, I, I don't think it would be right to promote someone who's never been a manager. And to become the Celtic I don't think it'd be fair in the person And, and not uh, the right move for the football club What else is on your mind Jerry? Okay right You know I'm a Celtic fan So you're obviously going to think I'm coming this from a biased slant Hear me out <laughs> The idea of Alfredo Morelos Going for 20, 25 million, 30 million Is pure science fiction It's Star Wars It's Star Trek It's Lord of the Rings It ain't going to happen Not because he's not a good player He's a decent enough player but this is the simple fact of the matter. Two weeks ago, Rangers released these accounts basically saying that they need money to survive. This is not me as a Celtic fan saying, you know, they're going to go bust in two months' time. This is in black and white. This has been published by the media. So why would a Premier League club come in with a bid of, say, £20 million when they know that the Rangers are desperate for money and they could get them for less than half of that? It just it makes financial sense for them to actually say, you know what, mobile offer. But um, we're not going to give you 20 million That's just stupid Even for Premier League clubs With massive amounts of money Well, well if, if they're in the Europe Jerry, And that's a 
a big if but I fancy Rangers to get through I think they're 75-80% of the way there then that's 3-4 million quid into that 10 they might have like I said at the top of the show I think that as much as I don't think Rangers will sell Morelos I think there's probably a need to sell one or two and trim the wage bill and if they can bring in 3-4-5-6 million pounds from elsewhere and transfer they've got to do it you know financially they've got to do it uh, but in terms of your um, valuation of uh, Alfredo Morelos Trust me, he is a twenty million pound striker. Now, I know what you're saying Come about. On. Well, why is it? Why is he not? Show, show me that. Show me. Give me the reasons why he's not a twenty million pound striker in today's market okay, for well, a club down south. Four red cards last season for a start. When and this see and all this talk about him. By the way, you know, calming his temper and everything under the sun. I've I've watched a few Rangers games. Yes, obsessed Celtic fan. Watched Rangers games. I know. Put the jokes in there. I've watched Rangers game this year. And I've seen him with the niggles, with the elbows, with the kicks out. Of course, our Scottish referees haven't seen them. We don't have VAR in this country. And I know that's a totally different issue and there's controversy than that. If he goes to England, he ain't going to stay in the pitch every eight match. He's going to be getting red cards again. That's the kind of player he is. He hasn't calmed the temperament. He, he has calmed it, Jerry, in the last four months. The, the facts are there. The facts are there. The fact is that he hasn't been sent off. Because well, there you are then. There's a the fact he hasn't been sent off. What if you, about if the you quality go... of his finishing, Jerry? What about what? the quality of his finishing this season? What about the improvement in him this season? Take his goal against Porto, the, the clever movement, the touch, the finish. Well, take his goal against. Take a goal against. His goal against Hearts at Hamden ten days ago. Quality of the finish. Look at his goal against Livingston Sunday. The quality of the finish. And think about the bigger picture. The death of number nine. That's why Edward Edward will be sought after as well. In January, no, so I, have, I don't, so I don't like, I don't like, I don't like saying it, Jerry. But in terms of your assertion of Alfredo Morelos, there is absolutely no doubt that you've got green tinted specs on one hundred percent. You have, you can laugh, no, but it's true. It's not. It well, is. Do you think a club in England are going to care about scoring against Hearts or? But he's scoring in Europe now, Jerry. Hearts. That's my point. He just he's scoring in Europe Porto conveniently, Jerry. He's a top class no, no, player. No, That's the bottom Porto. line. His movement, his movement, away from the ball. His timing of the runs, his calmness in front of goal, his improvement over the last six, eight months has been immense. He's a top-class modern-day striker, Jerry. Forget what team he plays for. He is a top-class modern-day striker and he will have a number of people. If he continues, if he continues in the form he's got and the improvement he's got, he will have a host of teams wanting him. In January and beyond that Jerry thank you very much For the call It's 0141 Ideal time to get your thoughts in We'll get some travel with Amber And then you could be up next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors The compensation you deserve When you've been sidelined Talk to Thompson's.com Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard You can tweet us Throughout the show Remember at Clyde SSB uh, I just checked in By the way on Twitter You'll be pleased to know That from one half of Glasgow You're being accused of Overvaluing Alfredo Morelos And hyping him up And from the other You're desperate to move him on You're desperate to unsettle him So I don't know which is You can, you, 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 you can decide the programme He's saying all that they're, they're, they're desperate to get rid of me You can decide Anyway I suspect it will rumble on Don't forget after 7 o'clock tonight We will be joined In the studio by Scotland International Johnny Russell uh, We'll have a bit of a chat with him See what he's up to See what's next for him And of course If you've got any questions or points You can fire them over on the phones Or on Twitter Let's go straight back to the phones And speak to Brian In Canvas Lang Hi Brian Hi guys, thanks for taking my call. Not a problem, um, what's your point? Well, 
they get the last call, and obviously it's too much. I rerun the last season's games in this season. Uh, point is, uh, Alfredo Morales, the saga keeps going. What if the thing is, they say they want to play in a bigger and better league. What if Rangers win the league? Hypothetically, hypothetically speaking, what if Rangers win the league? Does Morales then think, hold on, come back, no better league, no better league in the Champions League? Let me stay with Rangers and see what happens. That's a plenty of the coin, what happens there? Because Rangers will still get the money. Yeah, of course. Listen, Champions League will always be a carrot. There's a problem with that, Mark. Is there's a whole whole lot has to happen before that that becomes yeah. nah, I mean, a, a realistic well, consideration. Well, first of all, you need to, you need a club to bid from. You need Rangers to accept the bid and have to agree his contract. Uh, certainly, would Alfredo Morelos, um, if he did have the chance to move to the Premier League down south or the Bundesliga or La Liga, would he turn it down? A four-year deal to go and play there to stay for six games. Maybe eight games Whatever it is with, with Rangers in the Champions League No You don't base your decision On that Brian Look for me I don't think Rangers will sell Alfredo Morelos in January um, But I do think He'll be away by, by the summer So I think yeah Looking at the last Seven months Of his Rangers career uh, One way or another And To buy a player At a million For the goals that he scored And to sell him for In the region of 20 Is fantastic business for Rangers and it's good for the boy that he then gets his wish to go and move on quadruple his money play in a a better league he won't like the guys that have left Celtic unlike unless you know, Van Dyke now but you don't actually go and play for a bigger club you know he won't go and play for a club that's got 50, 60,000 supporting them every week but he does goes and plays in a better league with bigger money so I don't think he'll go in January but he'll be away in the summer and if Rangers do win the league the carrot of the Champions League won't be enough to keep him here yeah I'm
Yeah, yeah. The, that's the late, that, the late up front. Of course, uh, it, it might, you never know. But listen, regardless we'll of that January, we come to it, I think in the summer, as as Mark says, most people think in the summer that, that there's a, a better chance of leaving. So therefore, you know, Rangers will have to be looking to replace him oh, well I, in advance as well. Anyway, you can't wait until the summer and then try and try and find a player um, to replace someone who's every likelihood to score thirty goals again this year. What says you know? Like Jerry, a couple of calls ago, oh, you know, clubs in the rah, 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 rah. Mm. As I said, number nine's a hard to, mm. to, to come by. So if you if you are a Leicester or a Crystal Palace or an Aston Villa or whichever one you want you, you want to mention in, in that kind of area, then out with the Premier League in the UK, tell me in English Championship who you'd want more than, than Eduardo Morelos because now they are scoring goals in Europe and they're scoring goals for France under 21. So it's not just about scoring goals against Motherwell and Hearts and Hibs. They're doing it at a higher level and finishing well. So, tell me a striker in the English Championship that you would sign before you would sign Edward or Morelos. Uh, let's put some of these points to Andrew in Cumbernauld. Hi, Andrew. Hi, panel. How are you tonight? Good, thank Andrew. you. Um, I'm on just, just a couple of things. It was about the Celtic support. Uh, it was on a couple of calls ago. I think Edward was his name or something like that. Saying that there's no way Morelis is a 20 25 million pound player and he's not controlled his temper this season. I think Morelis, I think it's about three times he's been booked so far this season, three, four times he's been booked this season. But in the middle of November, he's not been sent off. I think that's absolutely fantastic. He's Scotland's top goal scorer, he's the top goal scorer in the Europa League. So, where's he getting that this Morelis isn't worth 20? 25 million he's got, he, he thinks Eduardo's worth more he's got 5 bookings across all competitions but he's played 26 times so clearly that's that's not too bad I think the previous caller's interpretation was that he still had deserved to be sent yeah, off but refs yeah, were now just turning yeah, a blind yeah, eye to yeah, it what have yeah. you seen Jim and I know you no. watch him closely yeah. um, he certainly he looks to a lot of people like he's He's, he's yeah. screwed the I, nut to coin a popular Glasgow yeah, I, expression. I, I watch him closely because I'm looking at his development as a player. So therefore, when s- some people they ask, you know, about you know different people about what do you think about players, particularly down south, then they look at the the quality, the strengths, the attributes of a player. Not always the fact is that he's, 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 he's playing in the domestic league here and he's maybe getting more chances. Because if you make clever movement and you're a clever finisher, a good finisher, you'll be in demand, and that's what Morelos does. He's still aggressive, but it's a controlled aggression now. Yeah, he might have the odd moment here and there. A lot of players will do that right through their career, but they're few and far between now. But he's not going to get bullied by anyone. We saw him at the weekend. Uh, they are just, you know, the ball goes down the the, the the channel and he's just shoving the, the player out of the way. That's what you want. That That's part of his strength. That's part of his makeup and a big attribute of Alfredo Morales is that he's not going to be intimidated by the centre-backs he's playing against. But he is. He's certainly controlled it night and day from last season he has to continue and there might be the odd moment here and there but they're, they're definitely uh, you know few and far between as I mean, mentioned in fairness Mark if, if this was to become a conversation between another club and Rangers and they say to Stephen Gerrard you know we've heard disciplinary Stephen Gerrard holds it up and says yeah you're right you know there was a, there was a point when we yeah. we had concerns uh, but we've worked hard and look at his record this season you know he, he's a changed man I don't think that club's going to come back and say well I've actually heard that he deserved a few more bookings than, than he got <laughs> you know that, that's, that's probably not really the way it works so they look at the here now and you look at his disciplinary record and he's Improvement as a player and a finisher since August, and it's night and day. Look, you think back to the last or one of the last old firm games 
at Celtic Park when he's, he's stuck one, what was it, the elbow right into Scott Brown. Moment of madness, let his team down, let his club down. At that moment in time, you wouldn't have given two bob from him. Bigger clubs wouldn't have. And that's why, I mean, there wasn't a really proper, concrete, on-the-table bid from during the summer because there was that um, issue hanging over him about his temperament. Now, you're almost looking at that. In terms of, for a 22-year-old playing in Scotland, almost like the kind of complete package for this stage of his career. He's worth it all day long. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk/football. Thank you very much for the call, Andrew. Apologies, we have to cut it so short at this time for the news, and then it's over to you on Beat the Pundit. If you want to win yourself a signed ball, take on Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi. You need to call us right now. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Be quick, the lines close at seven. Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors They play to win Every time Talk to Thompson's.com Mark Greedy and Jim Duffy Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We have been joined in the studio As well by our special guest For the second hour Johnny Russell uh, So we're going to get to know Johnny a bit better And we'll put any of your questions And points to him As this hour progresses Get your calls in We're at Clyde SSB On Twitter as well <laughs> got, I'll just say There's nobody better than Johnny Russell to give us A. What he thinks Morelos is worth <laughs> B. What he thinks Edwards is worth and C. Who's the best out of the two That's That's it. We'll That's right it. The He's a striker He knows his stuff <laughs> yeah, anyway, spot. We'll do this first Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football It is Beat the Pundit time Johnny Russell's off the hook on this one It's only Mark Guidi or Jim Duffy eligible to play one of them uh, we'll be taking on Alan from Irvine How are you tonight Alan? Good thank you Just on my way home from work <laughs> Tough shift? Uh, yeah A couple of exams today and stuff like that so, But past that's a good thing So oh, hopefully well, I can make a, a hat trick tonight Clever guy well done, Alan. Absolutely <laughs> Cleverer than these two uh, what, what a day it could be for you Past exams and the super scoreboard Sign ball yeah, the best of the lot Teams are made of <laughs> Absolutely Let's toss the coin If it's heads it's Mark Guidi If it's tails it's Jim Duffy and it is tails Jim Duffy against Alan the exam whiz from Irvine so I'm going to give Jim some clay 2 to listen to uh, and then we'll get your clock up and running Alan you've got 30 seconds you are head to head with Jim you can pass here is your chance to beat the pundit you ready? yes which three time Bundesliga winner has applied for the vacant hearts job? oh Bastian Schweinsteiger which MLS team does Johnny Russell play for? Uh, the, the white cats, I think. <laughs> Who did Barry Ferguson play with between his two stints at Ibrox? Uh, Blackburn. How many goals did Annan score against Brecon last night? Oh my days! <laughs> Just guess. Who did Celtic Saint Scott Sinclair from? Uh, Swansea. Which Scott has been sacked as manager of Carlisle? Oh. Oh, I can't even Sorry, Pat. Let's bring Jim Duffy back. Jim, can you hear us? Yep. Great, you're on a different mic. It's confusing me. Right, same set of questions to you. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Let's do it. Which three time Bundesliga winner has applied for Felix the vacant Harps job? Which MLS team does Johnny Russell play oh, for? Is it Portland Timbers or something? Not really. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, who did Barry Ferguson play with between his two stints at Ibrox? Blackburn Rovers. How many goals did Annan score against Brecon last night? Who did Celtic sign Scott Sinclair from? Uh, Swansea. Which Scott has been sacked as manager of Carlisle? Uh, Stephen Presley. Which Scottish club plays its home games at Lynx Park? Montrose. Which trophy did Mikel Arteta not win with Rangers? Uh, League Cup. Okay. Alan, what was easier, beat the pundit or the exam? <laughs> the exam. 
Thanks, so. Well done, Jim. Oh, he's won, he's won that comfortably. Are you sure? Aye, aye, definitely Right, let's find out Which three-time Bundesliga winner Has applied for the vacant Hearts job It's Felix Magat Listen, any manager Who recommends robbing cheese On injuries I'm I'm behind him I'm starting Super scoreboard campaign For him to get the job I would love that on this show Uh, Which MLS team Does Johnny Russell play for? Wasn't awkward at all Jim's standing right next to him Johnny, would you like to Lean into the mic and tell us? It's Sporting Kansas City Sporting Kansas City Because last night Roger Hanna Made terrible Kansas joke After terrible Kansas joke About clicking his heels And you know All that kind of Um, Who did Barry Ferguson Play with between his Two stints at Ibrox? It was Blackburn uh, so it's 2-1 to Jim Duffy How many goals did Annan score against Brecon last night? Uh, I've got Mark Wilson on the phone to confirm it was 5 uh, So Jim got that one as well Scott Sinclair signed from? Aston Villa It was Aston Villa Played a lot of games for Swansea But it was Aston Villa most recently The Scot who's been sacked as manager of Carlisle Is Stephen Presley So it's 4-1 to Jim at this stage, Alan uh, And then he rubbed the salt in the wounds With Lynx Park, the home of Montrose He got the last one wrong uh, Mikel Arteta didn't win the Scottish Cup uh, but it wasn't enough for you Five I think in the end To Jim Duffy And a one well, But listen you, pa- you passed your exam anyway That's all that matters really. Good man Thanks for taking part Alan Thank you There we go Can't win them all Yeah Well as I say There was uh, one of those ones Where there's a few a few questions there That I should know But uh, you know When when it comes to Like uh, Scott Sinclair you, When you play for a few clubs just got to pick one, didn't you? Absolutely. I think right, Ka- Kansas, I should have got. Because <laughs> yeah. actually... I mean, he's got a Kansas strip no, on and everything standing right next no, to him. No, earlier on when you <laughs> say Johnny's coming in, I, I was actually then thinking, right, what clubs you play for? And it well, came into my head, so I don't know why I said uh, Portman Timbers, but anyway. There is actually a method to all my madness. Earlier on, mm-hmm. I was going to say... Sporting Kansas player Johnny Russell's mm-hmm. coming on, but I knew it was it unbeat the pundit, pundit, and I just introduced him so as Scotland International. Did you have a wee spell at Colorado? No. No, it was no. just straight, uh, right, right, straight over to Kansas. Anyway, uh, that was a bit of a soft introduction. Mm-hmm. Johnny Russell is with us. Johnny, how are you? I'm good, thank you. What's uh, what brings you here? MLS season off at the moment. It's off, so bit of time off, bit of time back home, see the family, and not in the Scotland squad because of injury. Uh, yeah, I've genuine a, injury. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a tear in my doctor. Mark Guidi's going to uh, conduct a scan <laughs> on the way out just to make sure. <laughs> That's the way it's been this week. Uh, right, Johnny. Um, I'm not sure if uh, Clyde One broadcasts in Kansas Probably not um, But we always get to know our guests a little bit better When they first come in Just a series of daft quickfire questions for you What was the first football game you went to? Uh, it would have been an Albion Rovers game Just the, the Coatbridge connection Coatbridge connection uh, Not yeah. memorable enough to tell us the opposition No <laughs> Any Albion Rovers match is memorable <laughs> Tell like Kevin Harper and Big Joe McLaughlin What, what year Johnny? Roughly uh, 1990. Four, five. I played from 92, 93. <laughs> he started going after you left. Stevie Cadden and I would have uh, been about then. Des McCune and all that. Aye. Aye. Uh, who was your footballing hero growing up? Don't say Mark Weedy. No, uh, Henrik Larson. I think that doesn't that doesn't need much. No, when did he play for the Rovers? <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to elaborate much there. Was that just you were a striker all your days? I guess and the yep, the obvious. That was pretty much it. Pretty much. Uh, best player you've played with. Oh, with um, played with a few. Will Hughes, um, Tom Inch was up there as well. Jeff Hendrick. So the Derby. Ah, the Derby. A few of the Derby yeah. boys definitely up there. Uh, best you've played against. That's the same. Uh, recently played against Zlatan Ibrahimovic. He's oh, still a different class. That's uh, not a bad name to drop, oh, is it? Oh, a great I like name. That one. Hazard, like that. De Bruyne, 
they've got to be up there oh as well. my goodness oh, right, God, really lucky, I've been lucky you have to pick one just maybe even on the day that you played them who left the biggest impact and why Hazard probably I've played against him a few times more than the others and yeah, he's just he's been as good every time I've played against him so it's got to be him toughest one in Scotland your time at Dundee United oh. did you play against Van Dyke? Once Celtic, yeah, played oh. against him once at Tannadice. He's, yeah, you've got to throw him. No bad. You've got to throw him. In there as well. I can't let you go without yeah. talking about Zlatan. We had a call on Monday night saying Celtic must sign Zlatan. <laughs> Celtic should. What, what is it? What is he like up close? Uh, huge. Is he? <laughs> no, he's uh, he's he's different class. You know, I've been been lucky to play against him a few times now, and you know, I can you can see the ability that the guy's got and. Now he's got the, the ego to go with yeah. as well. Charisma and ego. Is the, the, the sort of physical mm. specimen, do you, do you try and get close to him? Is he just swatting people away? Or? He's swatting people away. I managed to get his top after the game, so um, nice. I'm not really one for, for swatting tops. But Make an I exception there. Yeah, the wee Coat Bridge guy, I'll be a raised He's a cheersing big man. <laughs> Don't mind that at all. Uh, best friend in football, anyone in particular have maybe come through with or stay in touch? Um, I've got a lot. Uh, Scott Allen, who's at Hubs, grew up with him. Uh, David Goodwillie, still keep in contact with him. Um, really close to, like I said, Tom Ince, Jeff Henricks, Iris Christie at Derby. Really close to those boys. So Popular guy. <laughs> uh, what Been about the, the best stadium you've played at? Oh. Wembley was pretty good. Um, we played their playoff final my first year in Derby. Uh, Atlanta Stadium is amazing as well. I was going to ask that there. one. That's one I've seen. Yeah. And that looks incredible, isn't uh, it? Super Bowl had that last year, didn't it? They, they, did. Yeah. they did. It was... I think there was something like 60,000, when we played them there, so it was it was some atmosphere that was brilliant mm. there. Uh, best footballing moment? Uh, Scotland debut, 100%. Yeah, who uh, was that against? England, uh, Parkhead. Oh, that's right, I remember that night. Um, the, does, where, why is that the one that stands out above the rest? Um, Obviously, growing up, my whole life you want to be a footballer, but to get the chance to represent your country is you know, something that you know I'll always I'll hold as a... You know, the best moment in my career So it's, it's definitely got to be that one Like that um, I'll bring you back down to earth though With your worst footballing moment Losing the playoff final um, Completely dominated the game uh, And lost a last minute goal Who was that to again? You lost it to? QPR Is that partly because It's it's now You know it's always built up As the sort of richest game in football So you're all well aware of the consequences Is, Does that make the The, the, the disappointment that, that much worse? I think so, and at the time we had a we had a really young, you know, hungry squad. A lot of guys had a lot to prove, you know, at the club, and a completely one-sided game dominated the whole game, and you know, a bit of a sucker punch right then just couldn't take any of our chances. Did Neil Warnock it was a manager of QPR at the time? Uh, you know, I can't even remember who it was. I'm just it was like to erase it, it from his memory. No, just the reason because it would be it would sound like a typical <laughs> Neil Warnock team. You you could battle them, but they can still win. That's uh, that's a good thing. Dunn, Barton was playing mm. Zamora scored the goal So mm. it was You know they, they had a good team um, But at the time We were just We were a better team mm. uh, What's about any pre-match superstitions? I don't have any None? No, none at all Did the MLS boys do anything A bit wackier than over here? No not really No they're, they're pretty It's more laid back out there um, You know over here There's Just rules like No phones in sight Whereas over there You know they just sit Sit and play about on their phone Which is <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's small things like that, but it's weird, especially when you've come from grown up. So it's not quite, not quite like strict, that. or no, it's just it's not quite strict. It's more relaxed leading up to games, but you know that's the way they do it. So, what are your hobbies away from football? 
good one. Uh, <laughs> not a lot. Not of the no, no, I don't really, don't really do much over there. Obviously, it's just me, my, me, my wife, and my daughter. So after after training, a lot of the time spent with spent with her going and doing stuff with her. So family man, don't mind that at all. You got a, a film, a box set tip, Mark. Where he always writes these down when we get the guests in. He likes to know what people are keeping an eye on. Um, I'm actually watching Outlander just now. Um, a show about. Scotland <laughs> we bit Battle, of, Battle of Culloden And stuff like that Around about that time So No I'm watching that uh, Obviously Game of Thrones Has been my favourite recently So No the, just Some safe of, choices uh, the, Sorry The main ones that you would You would expect This is the one where we Really do put you in the spot I probably mm. should tell them Before they come in Really shouldn't <laughs> I uh, Your ultimate five aside team Of players you've played with Um, Goalkeeper Probably Lee Grant When I was at Derby Brilliant. Um You can include yourself if you want. No, I'll, I'll keep myself. Yeah, we find out, out a bit about you <laughs> if you include them or not. No, I'll keep I'll keep myself out. Uh, defenders. Oh, he's put, thinking about it tactically put, as well. I like that. I'll put Robbo in it. Andy Robertson. Okay, um, not a bad choice. Then I'd probably go Jeff Hendrick, Tomins, and I'd put Chris Martin up there as well. Getting Chris the goals Martin for you yeah. Chris Martin okay. and I Best striker I've played with Yeah Do you think 100%. he should be Because we're talking about Number nines And look, with the greatest respect To mm. Lon Shankland And he scored yeah. And it was great Everybody wanted that But when you're still Looking for a wee bit Of competition there mm. Injuries like yourself Fletcher don't want to Get back involved Is Chris Or, or do you think That the, the Scotland fans and, and maybe the media Even killed his Scotland career I think he's He's had a lot of disrespect Thrown his way And for me personally It's I don't think it's justified He's Like I said there He's the best centre forward I've played with. His his knowledge of the game, his touch, his awareness. Strong boy. I he's a strong ridiculously boy. strong boy. Um, you know, people seem to get this impression that he doesn't he doesn't run about, but he still puts in he still puts in some hard yards as well. So, no, he's he's definitely something that I've had. Enough. He's back playing at Derby again, isn't he? Yeah, he he's back yeah. in the team, and yeah. you know, it's shown recently a few goals, few assists as well. So. No, the, the big man's a handful mm. up there uh, 0141 If you want to have your say on the lines Josh is on the line from Irvine Hi Josh Alright guys, how's it going? Good, thanks hey, Josh. Josh What's your point tonight? You got a question for Johnny? Uh, aye, I do, I do Obviously guys, as you know Big Scotland fan Johnny, uh, good to hear from you uh, You're a bit of a fan's favourite Amongst the Tartan Army So it's good to see you back Appreciate that, uh, It was you. just around uh, It was just around uh, The, 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 the uh, squad for the, the games coming up It was was it, what, what was the reasoning for, for uh, yourself not being uh, admitted to the, to the squad at this this time? So I've been in I've been in contact um, with Scotland since uh, the last one. Leading into the last one, I had a a bit of a problem with my groin and my stomach. Um, so you know I could have I could have pulled out the last one, but it was you know my season had just finished, and I thought I'm you know I'm never going to pull out the squad. So I went away with the injury and. Just throughout the week and then coming on in the game, so I made it a little bit worse for myself. So no, I've, I've been in contact with Scotland since that, and we just felt it was probably the, the best thing to, to to leave me out. So you know, disappointing not to be there, but but a precaution on my side as well. Alright, good. Well, well, if you want your man a pint over the Iron Horse on Saturday, <laughs> uh, also <laughs> wanted to ask, also wanted to ask you uh, just on MLS. Oh, watch a bit of MLS on on, uh, on a, a certain uh, TV news network, um, and uh, some of the some of the shouts to the commentators are absolutely hoaxing. Um, 
Question. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'll, I'll give you that. Some of the some of the commentary as uh, it takes a bit to get used to. Uh, I think it's more, you know, coming from playing here, uh, the abuse you get at away games and stuff like that uh, can be pretty severe at times. And then going over there and getting insults like "you suck," is, uh, <laughs> but but night and day. So you know, taking taking therapy. I know taking abuse like that is uh, it's probably been the the worst, but at the same point, funniest as well. I suppose at the same time, does the the, the terminology does differ as Josh mentions with the, the commentators? Is that is it the same in the training ground? The guy shout things, and sometimes you're thinking, "What's he on about?" Aye, there's there's just different words they use for certain things that I, I don't really can't see. Aye, I don't really I don't really <laughs> get the the hang of them, and I say obviously how we would say it here. So lost in translation, even though it's the same language. How do you find the whole? I'm always intrigued about the the media thing over there because it's like kind of access all areas into into yeah. the dressing rooms and players are milling about. But what light is it? Is the knowledge of the, of the media over there, Johnny? How does it compare to the media over here in terms of what what kind of questions you're asked? What the are they more into trying to get a headline at you? Are they more into tactics and formations? Or no, it's. I mean, they know their stuff. It's not as if I mean they're coming and asking you ridiculous questions. They they know what they're talking about. It's it is more. Tactical. It's I've never really felt at times where you come in and they're, they're trying to force something. Yeah, it's out not headline driven. It's not. No. It's not headline driven. It's it's mainly just for local mm-hmm. local newspapers, local fans. So it's it's not really on the same sort of scale that you would get elsewhere. Um, it's pretty. To be honest, everything they do is pretty laid back. It's all thoughts on the game, thoughts on the next game, stuff like that. Mm. It's never really to get you try and Put your foot on it uh, Josh you're on a bit of a roll You got anything else for us? <laughs> uh, no Just uh, just good to hear from Johnny Back obviously uh, Hope you're uh, back in the squad In March mate uh, To uh, take us uh, through the playoffs And take us back to Euros uh, And then we'll all be doing the hustle For Johnny Russell <laughs> <laughs> Hope so Thanks a lot mate <laughs> That was Josh and Irvin uh, On the line um, What about the How are you feeling at the moment Johnny about this This campaign as a whole It's been It's been difficult but obviously there is still that, that that incentive at the end with the playoffs. So it's, how how are you feeling about it? Uh, well, it's disappointing. Everyone knows that we went into the the campaign with the ambition and the belief that we we could get out of the group and qualify. Uh, down to us and poor performances and results hasn't worked out that way. But like you said, we've still got we've still got these playoffs. So you know these games are a massive opportunity to get you know more minutes more. In touch with the manager, what he wants, um, and you know it's it's all about building momentum going into these games. You know you want to you want to go into those games, the playoff games, coming off the back of you know good results, and you know these two games are the perfect time to do that. Mm. Uh, this week it's unfortunately been all about the players who are not in the squad uh, rather than the ones who are, um, and that's perhaps been the same f- for some of the others. You. I think you're off the hook I mean because everybody knows You travel time and time again From, from Kansas For some time Limited game time What What is it about that That, that, that makes that sort of pull so strong you, I think you said something there You know you, you would never pull out a squad And that's not to say that these guys Aren't genuinely injured But What, what keeps What keeps bringing you back Um, Like I said The the highlight of my career Was playing For my country Make my debut And you know Every opportunity I get is you know, it's to add to that something I look back in my career and you know, the amount of times that I've, I've played for my country and I spent so long out the squad 
Um, I never thought I would I would get back in it to get an opportunity to be in uh, the Peru Mexico games. I came in and I've been in since. So you know, it's something I would never I would never take for granted because I've been on the other side of it, having not been there. That you know, I'm always going to want to be there. So you know, I've, the last. The last few I've, I flew from America to be in them and then the one I'm back in Scotland on this. So. <laughs> <laughs> typical. It's, uh, it's a bit typical. When, but when, when you're obviously over, mm. over in the States and playing, mm. do you do you think that, um, you know, that that's a disadvantage? You know, most people would tend to think because we don't see... And yeah. I know I know now the, the MLS games are on and I know from a coaching aspect, you know, Every, you know all, all the coaches, the managers, they, they get access to that. Yep. But from the the fans' perspective, because they don't maybe see a lot, sometimes they think, "Well, where, where's he coming from? Why are we not picking?" As you say, a Chris yep. Martin playing in the yep. Derby, we've got Johnny Russell and playing in MLS. Do you think it's been a disadvantage? You know, is it no impact? Did Um, not from the selection point of view, but mm. I, I know what you're saying. Obviously, people don't get mm. people don't get to see me, um, mm. see how I'm progressing, see how I'm playing. Mm. Uh, they just some people see it as oh, a guy playing in America. Mm maybe their view on that league but you know it's a it's a competitive league I'm, I'm playing at a good level mm-hmm. um, and, if, and if I didn't deserve to be in the squad I wouldn't be in it so it's When we get the call-offs like we have this time and in previous times people then rightly or wrongly build this perception that they don't want to be there players don't want don't want to be there is that unfair? I think so um, you know there, there has to be a valid reason for you not being in the squad it's not as if you get the phone call and you just turn around and go, oh, I don't fancy it, you know, this trip. But it's, you know, a lot of players will be under pressure from their club as well. If they're carrying a slight injury, there's no way their club's going to want them to be there. Um, you know, if if you're going into a Scotland trip with an injury and you make it worse, um, you know, you miss a certain amount of games for your club, then, you know, there's, there's going to be a bit of pressure from them. But at the same point, you need to have... There needs to be a valid reason for you not being in the squad. Um, if you pull out with an injury, then majority of the time you're assessed by by the Scotland physios and doctors as well. So it's you know people don't see that side of it; they just see as oh such and such is pulling out uh, when it's not like that at all. So I think it's it's unfair. Johnny, I do think Gordon. I mean, Johnny speaking for for a player, but there have been players in the past. There's absolutely no doubt that have pulled it when they've been okay to play. Either didn't like the manager, the setup, you know, whatever. There has been players in the past, but they are again. It's a rare occasion. But we're talking about over decades here. Mm. You know, I mean, way back to the heyday, there was players that, that pulled pulled out of international squads. But I think, as, as Johnny says now, you know, the pressure comes to the clubs. We hear managers time and time again when players go away and they're complaining about how their players were or it was an injury. So they have to be they have to be really careful now. Johnny Russell joining Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi tonight. Any more points? Get them on Twitter or on the phones, and we'll get a full time teaser next as well. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the league leader for compensation. Talk to Thompson's.com. Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi here as always on a Wednesday, joined tonight as well by Johnny Russell. Uh, he's over on his holidays, I suppose, visiting home during the international break. Uh, injured, not joined up with the Scotland squad on this occasion. So if you've got any questions, get them in on the phones or on Twitter at Clyde SSB. We're still going to do a full time teaser because the full time teaser moves for no man, <laughs> no matter how far they've travelled to be here. 
But we're only going for six answers tonight So we'll keep it nice and short So we can get back to talking to, to Johnny And find out a bit God, more about God, him. I just think that he's brilliant he's, Johnny's here He said you hear all this uh, image about footballers And then they're all spoiled And they go to these places Whether they go on their holiday They go to Dubai and Vegas And La- La- Los Angeles Clyde Bank He's going to Coatbridge and via Clyde Bank David sent the question in tonight uh, Only looking for six answers As I said Six Englishmen Who've scored top flight hat-tricks in Scotland In the SPFL era So that's 2013 onwards Six Englishmen Who've scored top flight hat-tricks hat-tricks. Johnny is that probably just about the season you left Scotland, 2013 onwards <laughs> <That> would be <laughs> so Maybe not your area of expertise But you can still lend a hand Yes, so six Englishmen who scored top flight hat-tricks in Scotland In the SPFL era Gary Hooper No, he would be before, just <laughs> See, maybe trickier than you think That's one of the ones you've got to say something You think, is he English or is he Irish or is he just like... hey. But Gordon Dale had great difficulty mm. with that last night so. Ryan Kent No, never got a hat-trick right. Uh, Josh, w- Josh Winder Yes right. It's not the most obvious one I must admit But you've got him Nevertheless Oh um, Sam Cosgrove No Louis Moult Yes mm-hmm. I did not We well, are a third of the way there So I think we can just mm-hmm. leave it Johnny you just want to spectate Just going to Sinclair There we go oh, That's why you see I like bringing it knowledge. Yeah. That was the obvious one I said You're halfway there So we'll leave it Scott Sinclair Louis Moult Josh Windass See the next three Much harder than those three <laughs> Uh, six Englishmen who scored top flight hat-tricks in Scotland In the SPFL era uh, We've been speaking to Johnny Russell about Life in the, the MLS And uh, how they call the top corner The What was it you told us during the break? Upper 90 The upper 90 <laughs> <laughs> And so on um, but, but but genuinely, Johnny What 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 was it that, that attracted you over there? Was it was moving abroad something you always wanted to do? Uh, aye uh, When I was at United that's I didn't really have any intention of going to England my, ideally I would have went abroad uh, There was a slight bit of interest In a few bids from a team in Serie A Catania at the time um, Never really materialised from anything uh, And then about six months to a year later uh, That's when I went to when I went to Derby Spoke to Nigel Clough He was a manager at the time And after speaking to him I just felt that it was It was going to be a good move for me uh, Right fit And you know it, it turned out well for me it was, a, it was good But I always had that Ambition of going and playing somewhere else, testing myself somewhere else, and I'm I'm glad I, I made it. It's you know it gave me a little bit a belief back in my game that I was missing for a little bit. Uh, gave me that spark back that I was I was missing as well, and it's, it's worked out well for me back in the Scotland squad and enjoying playing again. Is that something you would encourage any young Scottish players coming through to really think about it, really think about broadening their horizons and and looking elsewhere? Definitely, um, especially. You know, not just America, but going going to a different country. You know, you look at Henderson over in Italy, trying a different culture, different way of life, learning a new language. I think it'd be great for any young player, but even if even if they have their, their sights set in the MLS, and it's something that I would definitely, you know, tell them to go for. I, I think we're probably still a bit behind in this country where there's this perception still that the MLS is a, a retirement home for, for, you know, for guys who've played in Europe's big leagues. What... What is the, the overall package like? Because the standard of football is obviously the main thing. Um, but, I mean, the facilities and the, the full infrastructure look look incredible. So you can see why people do find it so attractive. Of course. Um, you know, there's there's a few clubs who over there who are a, a little bit behind some of the, the bigger clubs that you would think. But, you know, Kansas, 
the month before I signed, they just opened up a brand new 90 million facility. So, you know, the the place is incredible. It's got everything that you, I mean, stuff you wouldn't even think that you, you needed or you had the chance to use. They've got it and, you know, they sort of, they set a standard that everyone else is starting to follow now. There's a lot of new teams coming into the league as well who are going to base their stadiums and training grounds off as well. So it's, it's uh, they've definitely you know paved the way for a, a lot of different clubs to do it as well. See, now, so how, how does the process work? So you're mm-hmm. at Derby mm-hmm. and you, you've made it maybe clear to your agent that you'd like to go abroad, mm-hmm. right? For talking to you, you say maybe a possible interest in, in, in Europe. Mm-hmm. But d- does he then go and look at options for you abroad? Or do you say, I'd like to try MLS? Or did he come back to you and say, listen, there's an opportunity yeah. here at the MLS? Well, even before I went... Um, I always watched the, the MLS uh, after games at the weekend, stuff like that. It was it was always on late at night, so I stayed up, watched that, and uh, it was actually it was actually them that came to me. So it was never me actively looking to go. Uh, it was Mo Johnson actually, mm-hmm. who who knows my agent, and he mm-hmm. played with the manager at Kansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually him who got in contact to say. Would I be open to the, the idea? Because Kansas isn't the obvious team, is exactly. it? Because you're slap bang yeah. in the middle of America, isn't it? Really? Know. So and, uh, that's what yeah. Mo played, didn't yeah. he? And Richard Goff. Exactly. Both played there, exactly. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't know mm. I didn't know much about, about the place it, yeah. until you know the, the opportunity came and then obviously I could look more into yeah. it, look at the team. And I just felt it was a good fit. I spoke to the manager. I had six months left in my contract, so you know, I was open to to speak to people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just you know, I liked I liked everything that it, it had to say in it. Like I said earlier, it's worked out well for me. He's, he's a good place and a good team to be a part of as well. Is he still the manager? He's still a manager, right? Who, who so, who's the guy? Uh, a guy called Peter Vermees. Um, played in America, played Spain, Hungary. So he's he's been about as well. Yeah. And you know, a really, really good guy, really good coach as well. So good manager. He knows the game and cool. no, it's, it's worked out. I'm thinking of other Scots over there at the moment. Danny Wilson. Danny Wilson. Who, is, uh, Sam Nicholson, is Sam he Nicholson, still over? Gary McKay-Stevens just went to New York yeah, as well. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. No, there's there's a few boys and I think uh, I think Chrissy Cadden's gone over as well. Columbus, think, yeah, uh, he's going to Columbus yeah, as well. He, so. He's at Oxford now, but yeah. uh, well, no one to annoy Gordon because he'll get his, his team. <laughs> Did he get the money for him? So I'm over it. We're upset. <laughs> um, do you, you played against these guys recently, or uh, I have. I uh, most recently played Colorado, so Danny and, and Sam. But you know, I'm good good mates with guys and known him for years, so. We played New York and had a few days off after it, so got to spend a bit of time in New York with him, which is it's not bad, you, is it? You don't think of that when you're at Dundee United together, <laughs> but it's uh, no, it was it was good to see him. I've not seen him for a while, so it was good to catch. Always he keeps away from the Hudson. <laughs> and I said that to him when he first signed. I told him to stay away from that. So. Uh, Ian is in Bears Den. Hi, Ian. Hi there. Um, it's refreshing uh, to hear Johnny Russell talking. As uh, a guy I've all, all respected and admired for a while. Um, to him, to have him come out and say that a highlight of his football career was running out for his country for the first time, and the distance he travelled, he even told us he came around injury the last time, and after the discussions of the last night or two about the amount of guys who pull out for so-called injuries, I think I hope some of them are listening tonight and can hang their heads in shame at this guy. Someone done bad admiration for him. Yeah, I mean, we won't we won't make Johnny blush too much by by getting him to answer that mm-hmm. point, Jim. But y- yeah. y- you're a big Scotland fan, and uh, it was re- it is refreshing, Ian, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, as I said before, I've I've had many a uh, a time on this program where I've said that you know I just can't understand why it's not 
is important to players. Johnny's refreshing to hear him, as Ian has said, and I think to a lot of supporters saying that that is still important to a lot of players to play for your country, to be picked. It's, it should be. It should be something special. Um, you know, and there's so many fantastic players over the decades that never got the opportunity. So I think you should treat it specially. But we understand that it's a different game now. It's, you know, the financial aspect, a lot of the clubs, It's these are the priorities. But it is very, very refreshing to to hear someone like Johnny saying, listen, you know, one, it's his, his biggest moment in football when you've had uh, success as well. But also the fact is he wants to continue and, and, and enjoys it. And, and also, I'm sure it helps you as a player to play against. You said you're playing against Hazard and De Bruyne and guys, you're playing against world-class players. It, it must help you as a, as a footballer look to help your development where you can, you're on the same pitch as these guys. Aye, it does. It's, you know, you don't, you don't get to play against these guys every week. I mean, the guys who are playing in the Premiership obviously mm-hmm. do, but you know, for me, um, having not played there, it's you know, as you want to put yourself against the best, um, it's, it's difficult. You look at the players, you know, they're, they're a class above, but you know, you want to test yourself, you constantly want to improve and test yourself as a player. And there's no better way than doing that. How would you describe the, the atmosphere and the mood amongst the group then? Because again, fans will always sort of leap to these conclusions, it's just natural when you see players pulling out and we know results haven't been great. People say, you know, well. They must not enjoy it, and perhaps fairly or unfairly, in the the previous man, you know, they must not like the manager. Wh- whatever it is, all these things you hear. How would you describe what it's like to be part of that at the moment? Well, it's it's difficult when you know it's a you know you're judged on results. Our results haven't been good enough, but you know it's a it's a tight group that we've got. Um, you know, a great bunch of boys, a great staff as well. So you know, everyone does want to be there. Um, you know. I'd, I can understand why people might not think that at times, but you know, everyone wants everyone wants to be there. We all want to be a part of a, a Scotland team who's successful and, and gets us to to those major tournaments. And, you know, that's why we're all there. Uh, we've disappointing group, but you know, we need to be positive. We've still got still got a second chance. We can still do it, and you know, that's a belief we need to go into these next two games. We carry a bit of momentum, and you know, take that into the playoffs. And you know, I'm sure. You look at our team. We've got the team to do it. It's just about, you know, us when we're on the on the pitch putting it together. How does Stevie Clark differ from other Scotland managers you've you've worked under? What's his style? Is there anything that sticks out? Has been different? Um, I think we do we do a little bit more tactically than probably have uh, recently. He's, you know, he's but every manager comes in with their own ideas, uh, and it it's difficult to. To get them across at times because of how short the time we've had, you know, boys coming off the back of playing and maybe miss a couple of days with a slight niggle or injuries that, you know, players are getting monitored that way. Uh, so it's hard to get everyone on the pitch at the same time to get those ideas across. So you know, as a difficult, as a difficult job, but like I said, we've got a, a good group of boys who are always wanting to learn and improve and and take that on board. So. Although it's it's not been it's not been the group that any is would have wanted um, players, fans, staff. But it's at the same point you need to you need to be positive. You can't think of how disappointing it's been, you know, and let that continue. Mm. Ian, you want to come back in? I just think uh, I admire your honesty, Johnny, and, and you're probably a wee bit diplomatic there as well. Uh, no one to criticise any of your fellow players, and I totally respect that. Um, I wish you all the best and uh, I hope you're back playing for the playoffs. Appreciate that, thank you. Well, that was Ian Partick Thistle fan, obviously with an eye on Scotland. 
uh, in Bears Den um, Someone's tweeted me a video that says Show Johnny this It's an MLS game I can't I'll show him at the break He'll need to to, uh, to play I'll tell you what We'll take a bit of a breather uh, Just quickly on the teaser You got any more? Mm. You've got Scott Sinclair Louis Moult Josh Windass Kane Hemmings Oh brilliant The knowledge oh, in this studio yeah, tonight is I don't know if he's I know he's got a very Scottish name But I don't know if he's Scottish Billy Mackay He's Northern Irish Alright I wasn't sure no. I'll I'll you, We'll leave it there One more Go Left field Marley Watkins No We've only got two to get We'll get them next Just something else I wanted to Bring to your attention As you well know uh, We've been following Rangers and Celtic Around Europe In these Europa League games It's been brilliant so far uh, Thanks to our partners At Ladbrokes We're giving you the chance To win a stunning Home entertainment system I'm sure a few of you uh, Could do with that Good time of year for it as well If you want to be in With the chance of winning that Head to Clyde1.com We'll get the rest of the answers To the teaser next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation you deserve when there's been foul play Talk to Thompsons.com Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi are here Johnny Russell is alongside them What you got in tonight's teaser uh, Six Englishmen who scored top flight hat-tricks in Scotland In the SPFL era Johnny helped you out with Scott Sinclair You got Kane Hemmings, Louis Moult, Josh Windass Two to get I think one's Aberdeen And I think the other one Jim's got a sh- Another one A Motherwell player Another Motherwell player Curtis Main? No But Hmm Right. One at the end of last season I think Aberdeen ones are way back At the start of the SPFL You are correct One was right at the end of last season It might even have been the final day It was certainly the last two weeks say, of the yeah. season Not a Hamilton player is it? Nope And I'm another sure one is, is going back a bit further uh, I don't mind telling you Because we're running out of time It is not a muddled player Oh it's not a muddled yeah, player You're a clue then uh, I'll tell you what We'll take a call first uh, Johnny's in Johnny as he told us earlier on Grew up in Coatbridge Frankie's on the line From Coatbridge But now lives in Austin, Texas There we go Frankie You want to speak to your fellow Coatbridge Onion I don't know if that's the right word <laughs> No that's an Airdrie Onion Oh so is <laughs> Can't make that mistake <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, Johnny? It's just to say, um, I've been over here in America now for 20 years, uh, from Coatbridge, um, but Austin FC is going to be the most recent team. I think it's starting next year. They've just broke ground on the stadium. And I don't know if you've seen it, but it looks exactly like Celtic. There's probably a number a Celtic supporter, um, and we've got a good Celtic supporters club over here. But I was just going to say, if you fancy moving from Kansas, there's a lot of Scots people out here. <laughs> We go up early in the morning and go and watch the games from back home. And if you move there, you're going to have the green and white on anyway. I know you nearly made it a couple of years ago. But here's the, the, the deal breaker for you. I'm not a guy that can import buck fast. We get it in a case. So you're always welcome to come over and we can get a wee Desmond Decker. Frankie, the line's breaking up a wee bit, but I hope people hear that because, and by the way, I hope no one from Kansas is listening because Johnny's been tapped up on the show. Frankie's trying to get you to sign for Austin's new team, and you're signing on bonus as a case of Buckfast. Take the boy out of Coatbridge. No, no. I mean, come on, does that sound good? Sounds good to me. Uh, that. <laughs> Frankie, you're going to be going along. You're going to be a fan of the new Austin team. I will do. I will. It's a great facility. They've got out there, and they've got a lot of a good backers, so it should be good. They've got a team just now, Austin Bold, it's like a sort of feeder team. Um, they're like the second division, but it'll be good to get an MLS team and see some of the, the big guys over there. So, 
Come along, Johnny. Well, welcome you with the open arms. You can come down to the Celtic supporters club as well. And listen, my mum's got a flower shop, my sister in Coatbridge. So if you're ever going to send flowers over, just call Occasions Flowers and tell them thank you, Sadie. And I'll get you a discount as well. I cannot wait. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't wait to see Johnny Russell sign for, for Austin with the bottle of buck fast in one hand, a massive flower on his suit jacket just to, to get it all in there and, and complete the deal. Frankie, thank you very much. Uh, we wish you well uh, in your, your, your ventures there, touting players for the new. Uh, team in Austin Frankie does mention it though uh, Johnny you've never made any secret of the fact Big Celtic fan Do you still manage to To, to see Enough of the action I actually there? see I probably see a lot more yeah. Over there Than You know I did when I played in England And You know When I'm back you know, All my family are Celtic fans as well So We get to as many games as As we can And Me and my brother was actually In Rome Last week so Spent a few days there Went to see the game And you know It was That was Brilliant occasion that Picked a good one To get my Absolutely. First away game as well Was that so, your first was it? Aye. Um I think going back Would that have been Before Before Derby There was There was talk certainly Of of a, of a potential I know that would have been A, a boyhood dream of yours What was What was it like at that time? Uh, there was A few windows Leading up to the The window that I left Derby There was always No talk But there was never Anything more And then The The transfer window That I went to Derby There was actually I think there was a couple of bids from Celtic as well, but just didn't quite match what Derby offered. So it was never, I never came down to me to make a decision uh, where I would have went. Um, I mean, it wouldn't have been much of a, a decision to be honest. <laughs> but you know, I, I love my my time at Derby. I, you know, I wouldn't have changed it. But if it if it was a a choice to sign for mm-hmm. the two, then I think everyone knows where it'd be. Is it something you've you've given up on, or is it? Is it one of those never say never? Uh, you never know. Um, you know, it's not it's not happened. Maybe it maybe it won't, but you know, you, you can always you can always hope. I've I'm enjoying my time over there. I'm I'm in no rush to get back, but you know, it's it's your boyhood team and you'll be back all my family get to see me as well. So it's you know, it's something I, I always wanted to do. Um I haven't I haven't have never had the fact that I'd want to do that. Um but you know, you never know. Maybe it has, maybe it has passed. But what age, we'll Johnny? Twenty nine. Off. Plenty of time. <laughs> if it's no sale, it'll be wee Rovers. I'm pretty sure you'll get one. Come back to Rovers. Come back and buy Rovers. We are very much caught up in it, Johnny. This this title race at the moment and the way things are every night and it's it's hectic and it's brilliant. It's exciting. What's it like to watch from from afar? It's exciting. Um, you know, it's a, the closest it's been um, for a while now, and you know that's only. It's only going to be good for the game as well here. So, you know, I'm I'm a huge fan of how tight it's been, and you know, it's enjoyable to watch as well. So you've got you two of the two of the teams back on top form, getting great results in Europe as well. So, you know, it's it's good times for us right now. You get any of the Kansas boys involved? Any of them indoctrinated well, uh, into actually, your ways? We've got uh, Gideon Zalalem. He's uh, played at Rangers. Yeah, he's signed for us. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, the two of us have had a. A bit of banter over there, and you know the other the other boys. They're obviously they're, they're aware of the clubs. They're two massive clubs, so you know I think they're taking a little bit more of an interest now because just to. He been dusting off the videos of that he scored in that penalty shootout, didn't he? He did. Yeah, uh, he's he's brought that up a few times. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant, right? I think. Well, let's see if we can round off this teaser. Do you want some clues? Yep. Is it monthly? Right, okay. no. Unless uh, unless Martin can go. Oh, I'm, t- I'm toiling. 
Just something to keep an eye on Remember if you want to hear Your question on the show In the future The address you need Is fulltime At Clyde1.com Six Englishmen Who've scored top flight Hat-tricks in Scotland In the SPFL era So that's about 2013 onwards You've got Scott Sinclair Kane Hemmings Louis Moult Josh Windass And you've got two to get An Aberdeen player Yes I need more than that Gordon Aberdeen player from May 2014 When did you leave Dundee United Johnny? Uh, 13 13 I see It was against Dundee United as well I, I, I'm, I'm sort of all out on this guy He's, in, he's an English striker <laughs> Thanks for that um, <laughs> I can't even remember He's a lot of clubs Which is no, unlikely it's, it's no Nicky Maynard no. No. no 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 Way before him what, We did the old Hugh Keevans clue He likes it when I did tell Derek, you his did, initials Did Derek inherit him or did Derek sign him? No I think he would have inherited him See, He can't have stayed much longer than this He would have been replaced by Adam Rooney This guy So, did, so we Brun would have signed him then? Time for the initials, is it? Aye. S V. Oh. It's not the silence I was hoping for. I must admit. Yeah. Oh, Scott. Ste- Scott Vernon. Vernon. Scott Vernon. Scott Vernon. Scott Vernon. I, never I, never I can't even remember what other clubs yeah, did he play for. It's no, not like me. I can usually. Uh, right, last one. Last week of last season, I'm sure it was or there or thereabouts for St Mirren. Uh, I thought I, something. Remember, yeah, it came from nowhere. It was at Dens. Was it the result that kept them up Or it was round about that time and I don't uh, think this guy's uh, played since Because he was injured Is it Adam somebody? No um. So Oh I know I, I can remember the game I can remember the game mm-hmm. I can't remember the player It was Alan Stubbs Yeah it was one yeah. Alan Stubbs signs Yeah Alan, Alan I think, Like I say I think he's missed this season so far Injured Which makes it even more tricky mm-hmm. I, Well no It's not Alan No it's nah, I, can, no, I, can, I don't I can know Initials CC a less than cryptic clue What do you do with your dinner? Before you eat it you Microwave it <laughs> You cook it no, Or Cody cook, cook. Cody, Cody, Cody cook. cook My goodness We well, got there in the end <laughs> uh, Thanks to Mark and Jim as always Johnny thank you very much We wish you well Hopefully we see you back in the Scotland team And all the best When you go back over stateside Thanks a lot Appreciate that um, I'm actually not back tomorrow First time I've ever said that I think Stephen Mill Is going to be looking after you Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Will be here uh, So make sure you do join Enjoy them. your holes Thank you very much Callum Gallagher is up next Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the form team for compensation for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's.com.